Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another Soul of America radio broadcast. Tonight's episode is Let's Straighten It Out, starring Dr. Bo, also known as Big Easy. Big Easy helps you work out and foster healthy relationships. Tonight's show is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio and hosted and produced by the Soul of America Radio. And now, without any ado, we take you directly to Let's Straighten It Out with Dr. Bo. They treat them as if they are a pet or an animal. 
animal. Uh, if you're in a position, uh, possessive relationship, that person might try to make decisions for you, tell you what you can and can't do, uh, what to eat and how you eat. Um, they might try to control your relationships, uh, who you can spend time with. Uh, they might even try to control what you wear. Uh, oftentimes, for example, if the man is the one that's possessive and Unfortunately, more often than not, it is the man who's possessive. Although women can be possessive as well, but that person might try to control what you wear because they think that you're going to be flirting or that it might influence someone's interest in you. Um, they want to be with you all the time. I don't want you to go places by yourself. They monitor all of your activities. Um, some of them get so controlling that they try to even control what you think and how you feel. So a person that is possessive can uh, be overwhelming in addition to being overbearing. Um, and it's anything but love. Over a period of time, this can really get out of control. Uh, that person can be so zealous in their attempt to control you um, that they almost brainwash people. So we want to think about if you are in a possessive relationship and you recognize some of those symptoms, what can you do to help you to cope with that? The most important thing is to remember that some of these relationships can border on a topic we talked about a couple of weeks ago about abusive relationships. Possessive relationships don't necessarily escalate to being abusive, but they could uh, depending on the person. So uh, once the relationship escalates to the point to where it creates danger for one of the people, then that's time to get out. Now, interestingly, sometimes when you're in a possessive relationship early on, that might be a little flattering or cute, but it gets to the point where it can really be um, unhealthy. People that exercise or that exhibit possessive behavior can potentially become dangerous if they're trying to dominate your relationships, particularly if that person is abusive, then that's really not a good situation to be in. So you need to evaluate your relationships to determine whether or not there's enough uh, possessiveness there that is not in your best interest. And so some of the key signs of a possessive relationship, probably the most noticeable one, is a pathological jealousy. Uh, this gets beyond your typical jealousy that you might have in a relationship, but uh, this level of jealousy can go to the extreme, and it can really destroy a relationship. Now, this jealousy may not have a basis uh, oftentimes, <laughs> the person has an underlying uh, fear that they're going to lose the relationship. Now, that fear may be real or just perceived, but at any rate, if that person has an irrational jealousy about the person that they supposedly love, then sometimes those relationships can escalate and they can become abusive. So that person who's jealous is constantly questioning you or they are overreactive to people that you talk to. Uh, they might be falsely accusing you of flirting. 
Um, that jealousy at times can interfere with how you spend time with your family and friends or who that person allows you to spend time with. And if you allow someone to control your relationships, you know, that can get out of control and can be a problem. So if you have someone who's constantly calling and checking on you or sending you text messages, and in this day and time with some of the smartphones that have the GPS systems on there, if they get too jealous, then if you don't know how to uh, protect yourself by setting your phone to where you can't be trailed, then sometimes that can be used as a way of trying to keep track of you is to um, follow you on your phone. But if that person is constantly demanding to know who you are with, what you're doing, where you're going, and want to know your whereabouts and your behavior 24-7, if that person just kind of unexpectedly drops in on you or is wanting to spend a lot of time with you, that kind of jealousy can get out of control. It can even get to the point where that person can be spying on you all the time or can get to the point of uh, just outright stalking. Uh, If you have a person who is extremely jealous, uh, coupled with some of these other symptoms, uh, then that can potentially create a dangerous situation. So the main thing you want to think about, if you're in a possessive relationship, Excuse me. Is to maintain your safety and welfare. An offshoot of the jealousy is that person um, just makes all these accusations. Um, if they don't have any basis, then you can constantly be under stress and strain just dealing with that person because it's a no-win situation. Sometimes it's no matter whether you're doing anything to warrant that type of accusation or not that person is going to, you know, come up with some reason uh, to have these accusations. Um, They can also get angry if you deny the accusations or if they can't manipulate you into doing what they want you to do. And oftentimes, people that are extremely possessive, uh, trying to reason with them is not going to be very successful. You've heard the saying that they've got their mind made up and don't want to be confused with the facts. So oftentimes if you try to explain to that person that you're innocent, that can actually cause them to be more jealous and more controlling because of an underlying distrust. So because all of this is driven by their need to control you, if they ever feel like you're not under their control, then that type of behavior can escalate. And so you have to be really careful that you monitor that to the point that you don't allow yourself to be in a situation where you're going to possibly, you know, be abused by that person. Oftentimes when that person is making these accusations, then your thoughts and opinions and feelings don't really matter unless they are in line with what that person wants. So as long as you're doing what they want you to do, then you're okay. Um, If they can't find any basis for these accusations, that won't necessarily stop them from making the accusations because the reason that they're making accusations in the first place is because of their own insecurity. And you have to understand that jealousy comes from within that person. 
and you might think, well, I'm doing something to make that person feel jealous. You really can't make a person feel jealous unless that person has an underlying insecurity about themselves. They can choose to feel jealous, but you can't make them feel jealous. You don't have that much control over them. They might uh, feel like they want to have control over you, but that's something that can you know, get out of hand if you're not careful. Another thing that's um, oftentimes seen in possessive relationships is that some people have a pretty volatile personality, and it can quickly escalate to uh, being explosive. These people get angry very quickly. Um, so if you're in a situation with someone who has poor control of their anger, and particularly if they get physical when they get angry, then that's not a very you know healthy situation. So if you're in a relationship where you can't be yourself, where you're constantly feeling like you got to walk on eggshells to when you're around that person, that you're always having to watch what you say and do because you don't want to cause them to blow up. If you're constantly trying not to upset that person, uh, that's a pretty unhealthy relationship and can become abusive if you're not careful with it. If you have a person um, who, in addition to these explosive outbursts, or critical of you, call your names if they're degrading, if they make threats of violence, or if they act in a way to try to intimidate you, uh, that can be a pretty unsafe situation, particularly if that person has a history of aggressiveness or violence. And so sometimes this behavior is intended to bully or control you, but you never know when those threats might escalate into reality. So uh, even if your partner has not been physically abusive toward you, um, they might be trying to intimidate you to the point that they instill a certain amount of fear, which, again, the intent of that is to try to control you. So the key here is if you have someone who is volatile but they don't become aggressive, it's still very important that you are mindful of the potential. So you want to look at do they have a past history of being violent and aggressive in their relationships or their family members, for example, that have a history of being uh, violent or aggressive. So if you have a person with volatile personality traits and they are prone to explosive outbursts, especially with little or no provocation, sometimes you don't have to do or say anything to set that person off. But if that person is pretty unstable in that manner, then it's not healthy to be in those relationships, particularly if they escalate you know, to abuse. The last topic, uh, symptom of a possessive relationship that we want to discuss before we go to break is that person is just super sensitive. They are almost paranoid. Um, they oftentimes or overly sensitive to any kind of feedback. They see any feedback as criticism. If you don't just do what they say when they say it and how they say it, um, they see that as a challenge to their power or control, and that person oftentimes has underneath there a lot of a low self-esteem. Uh, these people are easily upset, and if that interferes with their ability to be objective with you, if you can't 
and you need to be careful because that person has such a sense of insecurity, and if they have this overwhelming fear that they're going to lose you, then that can also uh, contribute to it escalating into um, an abusive relationship. Now, oftentimes, people that have these symptoms that are possessive, they have a real difficult time accepting responsibility for their behavior and for the situation. And it's a situation where you're blaming the victim. Uh, You're the victim of their possessiveness, but when things don't go wrong, then you're to blame in their eyes. And if it's an abusive situation, oftentimes I've seen situations where the abuser, which unfortunately typically is a male, will make a comment that is absolutely illogical of, look what you made me do. And so it's very important that if you're in a relationship where you have a person who is extremely jealous, if that jealousy is irrational, if that person is constantly making accusations that have no basis, if that person has volatile personality traits and is prone to frequent outbursts, or if that person is just super sensitive and almost paranoid, then those are the hallmarks of a possessive relationship. And if you're in a situation like that, then it's important that you take steps to protect yourself. So we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back in a minute. But our topic tonight is possessive relationships or obsessive love. So give your friends a call and tell them to join us. We'll take a break, and I'll be right back. You're listening to Dr. Bo Worldwide on Let's Straighten It Out right here on the Soul of America Radio. Give Dr. Bo a call right now at 323-784-9638. That's 323-784-9638 right here on the Soul of America Radio. This is a very important message from the Soul of America Radio. Please pardon our progress. We're making major changes in our programming and programming lineup at this time, and please ask for your patience as we do so. The Soul of America Radio isn't going anywhere. We're just making progress at this time. Thank you, and continue enjoying the rest of Let's Straighten It Out with Dr. Bo. Worldwide, let's return to Let's Straighten It Out. Give Dr. Bo a call at 323-784-9638 and press 1 when you want to speak to Dr. Bo. That number is 323-784-9638. Press 1 to speak to Dr. Bo and don't you forget it. And now, here's Dr. Bo in Let's Straighten It Out. (laughs) 
Okay, folks, welcome back to tonight's episode of Let's Straighten Out. We were talking about possessive relationships or obsessive love. Uh, before the break, we were talking about some of the hallmark signs of possessive relationships and uh, some of the things that you need to be mindful of. At this point, we're going to look at what are some of the underlying causes of possessive relationships. Now, there are a lot of different causes or things that are contributing factors, and there are as many causes as there are people probably. But when you think about people that are possessive who tend to try to dominate and control, oftentimes you know, these are people that are very insecure. Now, their insecurity may come from a lot of different sources. Uh, they might have a situation where they... Uh, have been uh, betrayed or they have this fear of betrayal. Uh, so whether that fear is real or perceived, it can cause them to uh, be possessive in an attempt to try to control you. Um, if that person has been victim of infidelity or maybe there was some infidelity in the family, uh, that person is constantly looking for signs of betrayal or signs of infidelity. So the basic problem here is that person has a problem with trust. And if a person is insecure and they have a problem with trust, then there is very little that you can do sometimes to um, prevent that from leading to the possessiveness that you might see in that relationship. You have to understand that if a person has difficulty with trust, if they feel insecure, if they have low self-esteem, these are basically problems that you can't do anything about. That person has to do something about these problems. So regardless of what the underlying cause is for their insecurity and low self-esteem or lack of trust, you have to be mindful that that's not something that you often have control over. Even if that person has been victim of betrayal or victim of infidelity, as long as it was not you, then it's unfair to you for that person to hold that against you. And sometimes they have this your uh, guilt until proven innocent approach that no matter what you say, no matter what you do to try to convince them that you don't deserve their distrust, then they're going to continue to feel that way until they choose to do something to help them to learn to cope with it. You oftentimes have people that are very needy and very dependent uh, who have this possessiveness about them. And you have to determine whether or not you want to invest in that relationship. Is this too high maintenance for you or particularly if it gets to the point to where that person um, it's so volatile that they become abusive. But if you have a person who's very needy and very dependent, then you have to determine are you willing and able to try to meet those dependency needs. <laughs> Oftentimes people that are needy and dependent are a lot more unstable because they have these things going on within them that uh, create such a stressful life for them that sometimes that stressfulness is transferred uh, to others in their relationship. And if you're in a relationship with someone who is very needy and dependent, who has this 
underlying uh, sense of insecurity and low self-esteem or that person has trouble with trust, then it's important that you at least encourage that person to consider uh, getting some professional help. Oftentimes people aren't willing to do that because they don't perceive that they are the problem. And in their eyes, as long as you do what I say and do what I want you to do, everything's okay. So sometimes these people can be very selfish and very self-centered, but you have to make a determination if you're in a possessive relationship of how beneficial is it for you? Are you getting your needs met or you get most of your needs met or are you spending most of your time trying to avoid upsetting this person and trying to deal with their manipulation? So if you have these kind of issues, um, you need to try to understand what's behind it. You know, What is it that's causing this person to be so insecure? Uh, what is it that's causing them to... Uh, possibly have this fear of abandonment. Now, in some instances, you might have a situation where that person uh, might have been abandoned by their parents, maybe not so much physically as if you have people that were emotionally abandoned or their parents didn't meet some of their emotional needs. Um, That can create a certain amount of insecurity in a person. So it's helpful for you to know what's their history. What's their background? Um, Are there things that have happened in their life that might provide some understandable reason for them having these feelings of insecurity or the fear of abandonment? But even if you can't determine what the cause of it is, if you can't, with reasonable effort, convince that person that you're innocent, if you can't, with reasonable effort, convince them that there's no basis for their low self-esteem or insecurity, then sometimes it's an uphill battle and a no-win situation. If a person has insecurity and low self-esteem, the only person that really can help them initially is themselves. They have to be willing to uh, seek help. And there are all kinds of resources for people to uh, get assistance if they're having uh, these type of interpersonal problems. And so you have to try to convince that person that, Uh, There's help for them, but if they choose not to get help, then you have to determine, is it in my best interest to stay in this relationship or is it time for me to look for something different? But whatever the underlying cause might be for that person to be possessive, you're constantly having to make a determination about whether or not it's worth it to try to make that relationship work. You have to determine whether or not there's a reasonable expectation that that person is going to change or at least make an effort to change. And if that person is not willing to make an effort to change or you don't think that there is a reasonable likelihood that they will change, then in most instances it's better to nip it in the bud early on and not spend a lot of time investing in a relationship that's only going to go downhill. Again, the top priority here is to always assess if there's a safety risk, in the absence of a safety risk, then you have to determine does this person have enough redeeming value to maintain this relationship or am I really wasting my time dealing with this person? If you think about some of the things that were mentioned earlier about the jealousy and the false accusations, nobody wants to live with that every day. And so if that person 
doesn't give you any glimmer of hope that they're going to be willing and able to change if they're having all these insecurities and fear of abandonment no matter what you do or say, then it's typically not going to be in your best interest to try to hang around and wait for that person to come around. Another thing that you find with people that are possessive is that they have uh, inadequate personality traits. They don't feel uh, competent. Uh, to handle certain things, and so they feel this need to try to control you to have a certain amount of, uh, I guess, predictability or balance in their life. But if it's one-sided, if you're having to spend more energy and effort just trying to tolerate this person, then you have to determine, is this a healthy relationship? Is there any hope of it being a reciprocal relationship where you're giving and receiving love. If it's pretty one-sided where you're doing all the giving and the other person is doing all the receiving, then that's really not in your best interest and you have to determine uh, when enough is enough. Um, Another thing that you see a lot of times is that people were raised in families where um, there was a possessiveness and that's what was modeled for them And sometimes that may be all that they know is that the people in their lives that they observe to learn how to behave and how to relate to people, if what they observed in their family was a possessive type of relationship or this obsessive love, um, and particularly if there was a history of abuse. Uh, When we talked about that a couple of weeks ago, as you might recall, we were looking at uh, how some of this stuff is passed on from one generation to the next. So as we grow up, our family is the training ground. Uh, Our family teaches us how we should interact with people. It teaches us values. It teaches us how to cope in relationships. And sometimes people are just modeling what they've seen, what they've grown up with. So it's very important for you to think about if you're in a relationship where you have these signs of possessiveness, If you have a relatively um, a reasonable understanding of what some of the underlying causes are for that person to uh, be possessive, then that gives you some idea of whether or not there's hope for that person to change. Um, You might not see all of these signs in a high degree, but uh, the jealousy, the false accusations, Uh, the outbursts and hypersensitivity or the paranoia or the main ones, but there are other things that fall into the category of possessiveness. You don't want to panic, you know, the minute you see one of those, and just one of those alone does not necessarily mean that that person um, has a pathological possessiveness, but even with all four of them, uh, you have to look at what degree they exist. So, the main thing that you need to look at when you're dealing with the relationship is has that person demonstrated a desire or made a reasonable effort to try to be aware of the negative impact of their possessiveness? Have they made, in your mind, a genuine effort to not be possessive? How open are they to feedback from you? Do they have someone in their life uh, that they can talk to that might be able to give them a reality check. So sometimes things can be pretty one-sided because oftentimes people aren't willing to butt in, for lack of a better word, and they might observe some of these things and might even show you a certain amount of sympathy. 
but they aren't going to get involved to the point where they try to influence this other person to be different. And so we want to think about the hallmark symptoms of possessiveness that we talked about uh, prior to the first break and looking at some of the potential causes of possessiveness. Uh, we're going to take another quick break. We'll come back. I'll touch a little bit more on some of the causes, but we want to spend the last part of the show on if you're in a possessive relationship and you recognize some of these traits and there's some glimmer of hope that things can be repaired, then what are some steps that you can take uh, to help you to deal with these relationships and to overcome the pathological jealousy? If you are the person who's possessive, we also want to look at some things that you can do to help you to cope. So when we come back from this break, we're going to look at what are some things that you can do if your partner is possessive. Uh, then before the end of the show, we'll look at what are some things you can do if you are the person that's being possessive. So we're going to take another break, and we will be back shortly. You are spending your evening with Dr. Bo on Let's Straighten It Out, right here on the Soul of America Radio. Don't go anywhere. Dr. Bo is coming right back. I'm Tony Stallings with the Soul of America Radio, and we'd like to thank you for your patience. That's right, patience during our construction. We are reconstructing SOAR for the best experience possible for you. I wouldn't have it any other way. Most of our programmings are no longer available as we are revamping everything. We aren't going nowhere. We're just getting better. Thank you for your continued support, as always. Love you in peace. Keep soaring. Give Dr. Bo a call at 323-784-9638 and press 1 to speak with Dr. Bo. This is the Soul of America Radio. And we now return you to Let's Straighten It Out with Dr. Bo, right here on the Soul of America Radio. Okay, people, welcome welcome back to Let's Straighten It Out. Uh, tonight's episode is talking about possessive relationships or obsessive love. And we want to uh, pick up the discussion about uh, some of the underlying causes, but one of the things I saw in this article that I thought was pretty um, interesting, it made the point that uh, there needs to be a certain amount of compassion uh, in a relationship in order for the person to not be possessive, that oftentimes that uh, when there was a symptoms of possessiveness in a relationship, it basically was saying that one partner is not compassionate um, and that when you're compassionate that you tend to be more protective rather than controlling. And so if you have a person who in their basic personality makeup is not a very compassionate person, uh, that person will tend to be more selfish and self-centered and not quite as interested in your welfare 
or doing things that are in your best interest. They're going to spend most of their time and energy trying to get their own needs met. So I thought that was pretty interesting that, you know, it said that, you know, it's it's necessary to have a certain amount of compassion in a loving relationship in order for you to have that balance that's necessary for you to uh, seek the best interest of both yourself and the person that you supposedly love. So I thought that was um, interesting. So you find yourself in a possessive relationship. Uh, You've identified the jealousy. You've identified the false accusations, the volatile outbursts, and the um, paranoia. What do you do about it? Well, the first thing that you have to determine is how realistic is it that this person is going to be willing to change. So your likelihood of success will be determined largely by how severe these symptoms are. The more severe these symptoms are, then the less likely that person is to change. Now, I've seen some people that have made some changes that a lot of people thought that they weren't capable of making, so never say never. But uh, it's important that you think about your safety. Most of all, uh, sometimes people get in these possessive relationships, and especially if they are abusive, and they feel like they just have to stay in it. Now, sometimes this might be because the person has made threats, and you might be afraid that they're really going to carry out those threats. But, you know, it's important that you at least make a reasonable effort to try to reason with that person. If you have a situation where that person is constantly making false accusations, uh, particularly (coughs) about male friends or even relatives, sometimes people don't differentiate between uh, male friends and relatives when they're jealous, but I think it's helpful if you try to convince that person to get to know some of these people, to get them to spend time with your male friends or male relatives or acquaintances and help them to develop a relationship with these folks, to get to know them a little better so you can have activities that are designed to help them to get introduced to some of these people so that it gives them a different perspective of who these people are. Oftentimes we have a situation where um, people are just too determined and too distrusting, and you have to be careful of how safe it is to try to introduce some of your male friends to that person. But maybe if they got to know them, um, it would be helpful. If they're trying to keep you away from your family, then I think that it's important for you to be willing to set boundaries with that person and take a stand. And, again, that depends on how volatile they might be. Now, if they are potentially abusive, and particularly if they have already been abusive, then you don't want to do something that's going to aggravate that. But sometimes you just have to set boundaries and put your foot down and let them know that you're not going to be controlled, that you have rights. Um, But, you know, when you do that, you just have to be real careful. Oftentimes people are able to manipulate and control you only because you allow them to. And if you're in a situation where there's no history of violence and where there's very little likelihood of violence, then it's important for you to be assertive and to take a stand and to let this person know that you know, you're an adult and that you are reasonable, that you are responsible, and that they don't have any reason. So 
as you try to convince them that there's no basis for their jealousy, just doing that with words don't always get through because sometimes people are just not willing to um, reason with you. But if you are in a situation where they're not violent and where they've not been abusive, then you need to learn to be assertive. You need to uh, let that person know that you care about them, that you love them, that you're committed to the relationship, that there's no reason for them uh, to be insecure. And you just have to be consistent with that. If you're inconsistent, then they're going to see that as an opportunity to continue to control you. So uh, you have to be willing to set those boundaries. And if you have a person who's constantly criticizing your dress or making accusations that you're uh, dressing provocatively, for example, then you have to be willing to take a stand and let that person know that uh, you're going to determine what you're going to wear and there's no reason for them to make these accusations. But again, you constantly have to determine how volatile is this person? Is there any likelihood that they're going to uh, get out of control? Because if that person gets so possessive and controlling uh, that you have reasonable fear of them becoming aggressive, you don't want to wait around until they become aggressive. So you need to know when to bail out. And you are the only one that can know that sometimes because you hopefully will have enough awareness about that person that you've been able to determine how short their fuse is. If you got a person who is volatile and aggressive, then that means that there's more likelihood that there might be a risk um, if you leave. If you have someone who's threatened to harm you if you leave, then you have to get back to looking at what legal uh, steps can you take. If that person is physically aggressive, uh, then you want to look at maybe an order of protection or something of that nature. But if the person is just possessive but not abusive, then you can, again, determine how much do you want to invest in this relationship? How much hope do you have that this person is going to change? And at least make a reasonable effort to try to be different. So um, you need to be careful that you're doing things uh, for yourself. Uh, you need to be firm and you need to be consistent uh, and to take a stand. Um, but you also have to be willing that if that person is not willing to change, you also have to be willing to pull the plug on that relationship and uh, do things to uh, eliminate contact with that person. Uh, if you are in a situation where you've made up your mind that you're going to leave that person, then it's best to just do that and be done with it and to uh, cut off all ties with him. You want to, you might even have to change your um, email or your phone number. You know, a lot of people are in situations where they, or have situations where the relationship uh, falls apart and they still are interacting with these people on Facebook or they have mutual friends, and sometimes you have to be willing to take a stand to put a wall between you and that person to protect your best interests. Um, if that person is following you and stalking you, then you might want to just uh, change your routine and not go through the same thing over and over again. Uh, if you have a situation where that person um, is potentially 
physically aggressive or has been physically aggressive, you won't always have your safety plan in place. Uh, what are you going to do if things appear to be escalating to the point that they're going to get out of control? Uh, then you want to do things that's going to always have people around you that you're going to not put yourself in an unsafe situation, but sometimes you have to just give up trying to reason with that person and just accept that they have their mind made up and there's nothing you can do to change it. But the key here is to always, always go safety first. If there's any reason to believe that that person uh, might be um, physically abusive, then you need to make sure that you don't put yourself in a situation where you're at risk of getting hurt. And because people that are possessive can tend to be pretty manipulative to the point that they can convince you that it's your fault, then you don't want to get caught up in that guilt and shame you know, trip. It's a vicious cycle that if you feel responsible for that person's behavior, <clears throat> if you feel responsible for that person's emotions and their feelings, then you're setting yourself up for a lot of heartache because you really can't control that person's behavior or their feelings. So if you're feeling a lot of guilt and shame, then you need to deal with that and to not allow yourself to go down that road because if that person is manipulative and able to convince you that it's your fault, then you've lost half the battle. And so you have to be willing to not get on that guilt trip and to realize that this person is the problem. Uh, even if you have to end the relationship, you know, sometimes people, um, they don't necessarily threaten you if you end a relationship, but they try to make you feel guilty so that you don't leave them. Um, if you have a partner who has this overwhelming fear of abandonment, you don't want to be held hostage because you're afraid of what they might do if you leave them. So then you have to take legal action or professional seek professional help to deal with these type of situations. Unfortunately, oftentimes, you know, uh, these are not many options, but we want to look at what can you do if you're in a situation um, and that person is just not willing to change. Sometimes the only option that you do have is to call it quits. But the key is if you can't reason with that person, if you can't be assertive with that person, uh, if you can't convince that person to get to know uh, some of your you know, friends, if you can't get that person to um, get to know your family, if they insist that you stay away from your family, then sometimes you don't really have a healthy choice but to end a relationship. Sometimes that's not the only choice, but sometimes ending a relationship is the only healthy choice. And so you have to constantly evaluate, am I at risk? of being physically abused or am I at risk of being emotionally harmed, you need to think safety first. And if you your, find yourself in a situation where that person is being just too possessive, then sometimes the only option that you do have is to get out of that relationship. We've got about 12 minutes left. We're going to take another quick break, and then we're going to come back and look at what are some things that you can do if you are a person uh, who's been possessive? What are some things that you can do to get help with some of those underlying things that contribute to you uh, feeling the need to be possessive? So we're going to be back shortly 
and then we'll pick that up. So uh, call your friends and let them know that they can join in. They can listen to us online. But uh, we're going to take a quick break, and I'll be right back. Let's straighten it out. We'll return right after these messages. Don't waste another minute thinking about it. Pick up the phone and give us a call at 323-784-9638. And if you're holding and want to speak right now, Press 1 to speak to the host. You're listening to the Soul of America Radio. Welcome back to Let's Straighten It Out. The phone lines are open for your call right now. Dr. Bo will be taking your calls at 323-784-9638 and press 1 if you want to speak on the air live. Again, that number is 323 323- 784-9638 and just simply press 1 if you want to speak to Dr. Bo. And now, welcome back to Let's Straighten It Out, starring Dr. Bo on the Soul of America Radio. Okay, folks, welcome back to Let's Straighten It Out. Our topic tonight is possessive relationships or obsessive love. Um, We've talked about what some of the signs and symptoms are of a possessive relationship. We've looked at some of the underlying causes. Uh, Right before the break, we were looking at some things that you can do if you are in a position where the other person is possessive. But now we want to look at what about if you are the person who's possessive. Now, all of these suggestions you have to understand are based on a situation where the person has a reasonable desire and ability and is willing to make a reasonable effort to change. Sometimes people are too far gone to for some of these suggestions to work. So I want to just make that clear that some of these things are only going to work if that person has a reasonable amount of self-awareness and insight and a reasonable desire and ability uh, to change their behavior to not be so possessive. So if you're the person that's possessive, the first thing you want to do is to look at why do you feel the need to be so so possessive? What are some thoughts that you have that trigger uh, that behavior? Uh, What are some thoughts that you're having that's uh, causing you to have low self-esteem or to not have enough confidence in yourself that you don't feel like you deserve that person or that you can be in a healthy relationship with that person without trying to control and manipulate them. And so you're basically trying to get an understanding of what are some of the things that motivate you uh, to be that way. What are some of your fears? What are some of your underlying insecurities? Now, it's very helpful if you have someone that you trust enough that you can be open and honest about your thoughts and feelings. And sometimes if you're at least willing to talk to someone, they can help you to sort through it. And so it's important for you to try to get an understanding of why did you feel a need to try to control the other person. They're not an object. They're not a material uh, possession that you have. So 
They are someone that you supposedly love. So if you really love this person, then you should be willing to make a reasonable effort to not be possessive and to try to look at that person differently and to try to treat them differently. So the first thing is to just ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? What is it that's causing me to have this irresistible urge to treat that person that way if you really love them? If you have low self-esteem, there are ways of improving your relationships, and sometimes it's just important for you to try to identify some of your positive traits when you feel this need to be controlling and possessive, how can you do something different? And so it's like trying to use your opposite hand. If you're right-handed, try to do something uh, with your left hand. So if you are possessive, then try not to be possessive. Hopefully you have someone in your life that can uh, give you a little bit of a, rea- a reality check, that they can tell you when your behavior is unreasonable. They can tell you when there's no logic behind what you think and feel. But it's going to be very important that this is a person that you trust, and especially, uh, hopefully, you're blessed with someone who's going to be open and honest with you. They can be caring, and they can be concerned, and appropriately so, but you might not be able to develop the level of trust with that person to bring you to a point where you're willing to open yourself up to that person. So hopefully you have a friend, someone other than your loved one, that will be honest with you, that will give you truthful, objective feedback. Sometimes people are so busy trying not to hurt somebody's feelings that they aren't willing to uh, be honest with them. Um, You want to look at making a conscious effort to stop controlling. Now, you might have to make an agreement with this person that you're willing to allow them to give you feedback when you're being possessive and controlling, but you have to really be willing to listen to them and to make a reasonable effort to not be controlling. And it's not going to go away overnight. So if you make a diligent effort and you backslide a few times, don't beat yourself up too bad, just uh, keep going away at it. Because sometimes what you're going to encounter is that the person that you care about um, really cares about you and they want to help you, but you might be the one that have to take that first step. Um, if you are spying on this person, this might not be so easy. You have to force yourself to not spy on that person, to not be checking their uh, phone messages, to not be trying to check their uh, text log, to not be tracking their, you know, through their emails or searching through their belongings, trying to catch them, uh, not to be um, stalking them through their Facebook, you know, page or whatever social media that they might uh, be doing. And you might have to just convince yourself that I'm going to go for a day or two without any contact with this person. And during this time, I'm going to focus all my energy and effort on trying to challenge these beliefs that I have that lead me to be jealous, that lead me to be insecure. And you just have to really force yourself to not give in to that irresistible urge to call or to check their Facebook to see what their activity has been or to check their computer history to see uh, what 
websites they've been checking. So there are a lot of things that you can do to make an effort to stop trying to control that person, uh, to stop spying on that person, and not you know try to manipulate that person. It's important for you to seek reassurance uh, not only from that person that you're involved with, but also to try to seek reassurance from someone that you trust to let them know that you're really making an effort to try to change, that you want to change, but you got to be willing to turn it over to somebody eventually because sometimes you just can't do it by yourself. So that's very important. Another thing that you want to do is you want to have balance in your life. You know, don't put all your eggs in one basket. You know, try to find other relationships. Try to find other activities. Uh, that person hopefully is not going to go away. If you put so much energy effort into that relationship and you become too high maintenance, you're actually going to end up driving that person away, and, and that's not what you want. So if you have this fear of abandonment, you have to be willing to give people a little space. It's like that old saying goes: if you uh, let the bird fly away, that you know if he comes back, that he's yours. If he didn't, you you know, realize you've given them this freedom. So if you have this fear that someone is going to abandon you, that possessiveness oftentimes can be a self-fulfilling prophecy where your fear of abandonment comes about because you're too possessive and you're just overwhelming that person to the point where you don't really give them any option but to leave. And so you want to take advantage that that person is still with you Um you know, you want to try to have more balance in your life. You want to take time to consciously challenge some of your beliefs. If you're suspicious, don't feel like you got to always check it out. Um, you have to really work at that. It's like trying to learn patience. The only way to learn patience is to be patient. And so sometimes you might not have the opportunity or the ability to uh, even check that person's uh, Facebook page or to check that email. So um, you were given an opportunity. You want to take advantage of it. So uh, try to have balance in your life. Try to stop the checking and controlling. Um, don't give up all of your interests and friends. So these are some things to think about. And if you are in a possessive relationship, uh, these are just some things that you can do to help you to deal with it. So we appreciate you tuning in tonight. Uh, we want to come up with another topic next week. And as always, if you have a topic of interest that you want to listen to, then please give us a call. So thanks for tuning in. Now you can get back to the convention or news, and we will see you next week.